So let me ask you a question: the amount of money that you pay towards those insurance versus the amount, the compensation that you get out when you have that kind of situation, did you feel like it's worth it, or would you recommend other people to buy it? A lot of people always talk about property insurance, but not everyone really talks about landlord or tenant insurance. It's kind of just you know a side topic, but it is actually very valuable. There are pros and cons to that, so I want to ask you what is the value you find in them.、Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the property insurance, but landlord and tenant insurance are really for operational insurance. I bought them, but I have actually never used it. I think a lot of people tend to buy these insurances and never use it. That's kind of the idea of insurance. Insurance is something that you should theoretically not need. It's kind of like our car insurance. How many of us have? Car insurance and never had to use it ever, right? And that's kind of like the best case scenario. Generally, I wouldn't even want to use it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Because of the premiums, right? And and this is where people wonder about: Are there deductions in tenant insurance? Are there deduction in landlord's insurance? These are some of the things that I feel people need to know about when determining whether or not it's valuable and whether or not they think they can use it. Let's talk about landlord insurance first, which is also known as renter insurance. What are some examples of renter insurance that people can buy? Renters, as in it's it's rental insurance. For the landlords, not tenant insurance. Right, I think rent guarantees are the most common one. Right. Yeah. I I always try to like buy that one if possible. And part of the reason is that it really provides me that peace of mind. If the rent falls behind and then the tenants is like really try to like give me a rundown and then or like just like leave the property, vacate the property without giving me notice. At least I know I have an insurance company that I can go after and then I will still be protected. Exactly, and it is I think very important for people to be reading the details of that policy and under what circumstances it covers. Because I know, for example, I had to leverage rental insurance. One time where the tenant stopped paying rent, but because of the circumstances that this had transpired and some things that I had failed to do, my specific policy wouldn't kick in on this one property because of some details of the lease and because I failed to fulfill my end of the obligations. I was supposed to take them to the tribunal, I was supposed to serve the correct paperwork, and therefore it didn't kick in until much, much later that I had completed these things. So these are things that people need to know. But where I did collect it successfully, I was actually able to have the rent guarantee program and. With the policies that were attached to that, cover the eviction costs of the tenant, and they covered the deficient rents, which I think I got a payout of some like twenty something thousand dollars. That's really good. So it can come into play, but the insurance policies. Have changed quite a bit since, and depending on the profile of the tenant and the city that you're in, insurance premiums may vary. But they typically charge a percentage of your lease for the premium on that insurance, and that's how they go about it. But again, it is somewhat difficult to be able to leverage it successfully, consistently. So let me ask you a question: the amount of money that you pay towards those insurance versus the amount, the compensation that you get out when you have that kind of situation, did you feel like it's worth it, or would you recommend other people to buy it? Okay, so here's how it works generally, and it depends on who it is you. Fine to provide you with insurance. Let's say you have two thousand dollars in rents a month. They might charge you eight percent, going towards the insurance premium every month that you're going to have to be paying. Sometimes they ask for it up front. Sometimes they ask for it monthly, depending on like who you're going with and what type of policy you have. And then there's add-on packages. You're really assessing as a landlord your tenant profile. You got to say, okay, is this a high-risk tenant? What is their credit score? You have to submit all these things in order to be able to get an insurance policy on this tenancy. And then you also have to look at what is it that you're trying to really protect yourself against. The main thing that Most landlords want to protect themselves against is my tenant going to stop paying rent, and what happens in that case, and what are my obligations, and this is why it's very important that you, as a landlord, read these policies correctly. So, in terms of whether it's worth it, I've had it where I collected something like twenty odd thousand dollars because my policy paid in for the eviction of the tenant, and when my tenant stopped paying rent, they paid for the deficiencies in those rents. So, I collected pretty good. But now, is it worth it? It's worth it because I had a problem. Right. But now, look at doing something like this over, let's say, eight tenancies, and let's say you have an average of fifty. 
$1,500 rent, and then you know you're paying, let's just say, uh, 100 bucks premium on each one, right? And you have eight tenants, now you're paying $800 a month, you multiply that by 12, you're looking at something like $9,600 a year. If you look at it like that, because you don't know which one is going to go deficient, my payout of $20,000 or so, it's going to be offset in about two years. If you are enjoying this video, don't forget to give us a like and a subscribe for more valuable content. Sometimes you might want to also assess your property condition versus your tenant qualification, also depending on what area, right? If you feel like the rent default rate is going to be a little higher compared to other properties, maybe that's when you should really just suck it up and then buy the insurance. Where they don't always help you, especially now where evictions take so long, a lot of insurance companies have actually reeled back and had some restrictions and caps on how much they're willing to pay out and for how long, because there have also been some scams going on with this. This is always the problem with insurance companies. There's always people out there to work the system and people who will just not try too hard to evict their tenants. You have to really make sure that you're complying with what the insurance company expects of you in order to see things through. Because if they find out, for example, the tenant wasn't paying for a legitimate reason, I've seen insurance policies reject your application and say that the tenant is right, you did something wrong, so we're not covering you. Right? Insurance companies always try to find a way out of things. But that's just for the landlord side, and I think it's worth it for people to do this if you're trying to hedge risk. If you like peace of mind, you want to be able to sleep at night, insurance is not bad. Or just buy something that's not in a class C neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's like something that, you know, if, if you have that kind of money, you can afford to do it, then yeah, go for something like that, right? But again, not everybody has the luxury of doing so. So we have to have services and we have to have offerings for people who have to buy in class C okay. neighborhoods. Let's talk about the renter insurance, right? Yeah. The tenant insurance. We always get the tenants to also buy their own insurance to cover any potential loss. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about this first of all from the landlord's perspective, and then we'll talk about it from the tenant's perspective. From the landlord's perspective, it's actually really important to at least have it in your lease agreement that the tenant is obligated to buy tenant's insurance. The main reason for that is because if they're obligated to buy this, and in our lease agreement, we're specific to say that you need to buy the tenant's insurance to cover against personal property damages, as in your own things as a tenant, and also to protect you against displacement. So tenant insurance policy, they don't just need to buy the property coverage, they also need to buy their displacement coverage, which means that if for whatever reason, let's say the basement floods, and they living in a basement apartment, their property gets damaged and they can't live there. A lot of tenant insurance policies will cover, I think, something around $5,000. Some of them do seven, just depends for displacement coverages. In other words, for them to go and live somewhere else while you renovate it, because otherwise what might happen is if this was found to be your fault, having to cover the accommodations for the tenant if you didn't have this in your lease. It rarely happens, but it really sucks if it does happen. So you want to protect yourself against that. Now, the other thing is that for the tenant side of things, it is good to have something like that because Honestly, you're setting up your life in an apartment. Something can happen. The kitchen might burn down. Break in. You might have your stuff stolen. Yeah, they'll cover yeah. against robbery and theft. They'll cover against, you know, an apartment above might have a pipe burst and then, you know, you, things might flood, ruins your TV. The insurance policy will pay these things out, right? And you just need to read the details on it. And these things are very good to have so that they don't set you back in odd ways. But this is a whole thing about insurance policies. It's just like the car. We have the insurance policies, but we don't always use them. And that's the best case scenario. But at least you know you have it and you don't need to worry. But a lot of people think that property insurance actually covers a lot of that. My experience is that property insurance primarily will cover you against liability. So something happens, tenant slips, tenant falls, liability 
in the context that we've used. And now remember, you should always talk to your insurance provider, an insurance agent, somebody who knows us in details. I'm strictly speaking from the experience of what we have leveraged. If your tenant slips and falls, I have liability insurance, the property insurance kicks in. There is the deductible that we're required to pay in regards to that. Property insurance covers completely different things. They're not going to cover the rent efficiency. They're not going to cover the tenant's personal property damage. They will cover liability and things that went wrong by accident at your property. So if let's say you had a pipe burst and you have this in your policy that they'll cover against water, then they will pay something towards that depending on the details of the policy. Or if there's a backup in the basement and it was not due to some kind of neglect, they will cover that. But very often you will find that it's not worth it because insurance companies are smart. The deductibles might be $5,000, $10,000. You're still paying majority of the cost. It's like not wanting to use your car insurance because now you're going to have a claim on that and you're going to need to use it and this is worth it. So a lot of people, even a lot of landlords still don't use their insurance policies unless there's massive damages like $15,000, $20,000 worth of damages that they want covered. So in those cases, it's worth it. But just understand that there's a difference between the landlord insurance, the tenant insurance, and your property insurance. And if people want to know more about property insurance, talk to your insurance provider or let us know. We can do another video on it. I have one more video for you guys to check out over here, but make sure to like and subscribe and stay profitable.